Welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna Show. I'm Dr. Deanna Holgren, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for plugging in today and listening to the Ask Dr. Deanna show. Uh, This is week three of our Optimal Health series, and today we're going to talk a lot about weight loss. Before we jump in, though, I just want to remind you that uh, if you're enjoying the content in the Optimal Health series, uh, there is more detailed information in Dr. Deanna's Healing Handbook, uh, which is available at deannaholdren.com. That book is all about preventative health. Uh, It is about uh, getting clean and staying clean and just really how to avoid disease, how to reverse disease as well. Uh, so want to encourage you to, to pick that up. Also, if you have not listened to week one and week two of this series, want to encourage you to go back and, and take a listen to those as well. So today we're really uh, focusing on kind of the physical side of optimal health and what we can do uh, not only to help reverse disease, but also uh, to help prevent. And prevention is really um, the, the thing that I'm always after as a physician, as a provider, uh, just basically looking at the various disease processes and and what we can do to prevent them. And one of the biggest things, one of the most important things is going to be managing weight. And, you know, there are so many people out there who are are struggling with weight loss. Uh, they, you know, maybe have tried this plan, that plan, um, you know, various diets, et cetera, and just really struggle to find something that is sustainable. And that's really the approach that I like to take is it has to be something that is a sustainable lifestyle that you can stick with, that you can continue on, that will work for you, that will get results, and that will also help to nourish your body, fuel your body properly so that you feel great. So when I think about things from a physical standpoint, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, dealing with uh, diseases that happen or preventing diseases like high blood pressure, diabetes, of course, um, obesity, uh, elevated cholesterol levels, and uh, coronary artery disease. Those are kind of the the biggies. Uh, we'll also hit on some autoimmune issues as well as we talk about gut health and the importance of of that from the whole physical standpoint. So when I think about, you know, getting healthy, you know, some of the things that are necessary uh, from a, a diet standpoint, a weight loss standpoint, all of the, that, um, number one is balancing blood sugar. That becomes really, really important because if your blood sugar, if you are on the blood sugar roller coaster, chances are you are having trouble uh, losing weight. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But basically balancing blood sugar alkalinizing the body, okay, so moving it from an acidic state, which is really what happens when we're eating the standard American diet, which is very, very carb heavy, moving it more toward an alkaline state, which again, you can alkalinize your body with green vegetables. Uh, There are also some great drinks. Some people drink alkaline water, et cetera, that you can use detoxification, how to support the body, uh, the the key eliminating organs to be able to run certain detoxification uh, processes and help your body just to be clean from that standpoint. And then also uh, restoring the gut, how we get the gut functioning at optimal levels because so many things are tied to the gut. And if you have listened to the entire series, if you've been with me from the beginning, you've heard me say the gut, the gut, the gut, because it is that critical.
cycle. It is such an important component. So when we look at managing weight, you know, one of the things we have to talk about, of course, uh, is insulin resistance. Because for most of us, uh, and especially for uh, women uh, and men, for that matter, you know, midlife, um, they tend to have more trouble with insulin resistance. When you see this happening, sometimes there's there's some hormonal changes that can kind of play in here. Uh, But also when you see this happening, typically you're going to see weight gain around the middle, uh, of course, on the, the thighs, the back of the arm. Arms, etc. And and basically, what's happened is, uh, if you are eating the standard American diet, uh, it is way too high in carbohydrates. And so, because we tend to eat way too many grains, you know, you, you've heard me say in the past uh, that we are a grain-fed society. And if you want to know how to fatten up your cow in the field, uh, if you raise cattle, you basically fatten the cow by uh, feeding it grain. And so that's what's happened to us as well. So we have moved toward carbs and especially with our snacks, um, you know, oftentimes people are eating uh, not only three meals, but then they're having a snack in between each meal, which turns into about six meals. So we're getting way too many calories, way too many carbs. And we are on this this sugar roller coaster uh, where basically it spikes your blood sugar and then your body makes uh, produces a whole bunch of insulin to bring that blood sugar back down. And the insulin is a hormone that's a growth hormone that sends the message to your body to store that sugar as fat. And so we end up in this vicious cycle of gaining weight. And that's one of the number one things when it comes to weight loss, we have to tackle that. We have to go after it. We have to figure out what foods uh, are basically spiking that uh, blood sugar and spiking the insulin level and learning how to balance out blood sugar to keep it steady so that there aren't these great big highs and there are no lows either, that you just have a steady uh, blood sugar level throughout the day. And the amazing thing is, is when when you learn how to eat that way so that your blood sugar does stay steady and you're not having these massive surges of insulin uh, in the body, then you actually have more energy. You're more energized and you feel better cognitively you are able to perform better, and it just makes a world of difference uh, when you are focusing on keeping that blood sugar balanced, uh, and especially from a weight loss standpoint. But the weight becomes so important as well for blood pressure. And so many times when I have patients come in, you know, they've been newly diagnosed with hypertension. They would love nothing more than to to conquer this disease, to to not have to take a medication because you know, and and it's not that medications are bad. It's just that sometimes medications can drop certain nutrients and cause other issues, other side effects. And so if you can control it without medication, that's certainly better. Well, for most of us, if you're dealing with high blood pressure, if you can drop uh, your weight somewhat, get back into a normal uh, BMI, uh, body mass index, then chances are you're going to see a dramatic improvement in the blood pressure as well. And I can't tell you how many patients I've helped to manage their weight so that they could basically eliminate that particular medication. So it's going to help from that standpoint. Of course, diabetes, that's what insulin resistance is di- is type 2 diabetes. And um, you know when you look at uh, controlling uh, the diet, uh, lowering the carbohydrate content, uh, you know, focusing on keeping that blood sugar uh, steady, you're going to see an improvement here as well. Type 2 diabetes is a reversible disease. Let me say that again. Type 2 diabetes is a reversible disease. It is something that you have to control your diet. You have to restrict the carbohydrates 
and you can see a dramatic improvement in that disease process. Obviously, as we're working toward these goals and we're looking at losing weight, eating the right foods, et cetera, we will see an improvement in cholesterol levels. We will also see an improvement in overall health. So the weight is important. And um, when, when we're looking at weight loss and trying to manage weight so that we can stay healthy and have the energy that we need to do all the fun things that we want to do, it's important from a diet standpoint, that we pay attention to uh, the ingredients, okay? And so I always say no processed foods, no artificial foods, nothing out of a bag, a box, or a drive through window, ideally. Uh, no GMOs. We don't want genetically modified foods uh, because, uh, number one, they're genetically modified. Number two, they're mass sprayed with chemicals. That's why they were initially genetically modified, And so you're going to have a lot of chemical residue that's going to be on that food that's going to enter into your system. And then you've got this whole detox problem that you have to to tackle, uh, as well as potential autoimmune issues because the gut has been disrupted uh, by things like glyphosate. So no GMOs, no artificial uh, preservatives, no artificial flavors, the artificial ingredients got to go, no processed and no glyphosate. Okay, so as much as we can. Now, glyphosate is not something that's listed in a label. Uh, but if it is genetically modified, then you're, you know that it's going to have glyphosate in it. Uh, and certainly glyphosate has made its way into many, many other things as well. So as you are focusing on the weight part uh, of the program, okay, the weight part of, of managing your health and just taking control of your health, um, you know, again, we re- do recommend some carbohydrate restriction. Uh, I generally tell people if you are trying to lose weight, you really should reduce your car- total carbohydrates, total carbs for the whole day to under 50 grams per day. Uh, Some people will go as low as 20, uh, but definitely under 50 per day. You want to add good protein sources, good, healthy, clean protein sources that are going to help fuel your body, give your body all the amino acids that it needs so that it can basically do repair work and and build muscle and so forth. Uh, And then also adding in some intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is a fantastic tool to help you meet your goals. Uh, Intermittent fasting, I have always told my patients for years and years and years, one of the best things you can do for your health is to fast 12 hours every single night. And to me, that's a starting point and that's really what everybody should be doing. So fasting 12 hours, you know, if you eat at 7 p.m., then you don't have any food until 7 a.m. the next day. Easy, right? That's definitely easy to, to accomplish. After that, okay, after you have the 12 hours down consistently, and that should be an every single night thing, then at that point, you can push it a little bit, okay? So uh, typically going from 12 to 14 hours. After 12 hours, you have burnt through all of the glucose in your system, and you are now fat burning, which is super exciting to be burning fat and you're not at necessarily at the gym. Maybe you are, uh, but probably not at that point. So, so for those first two hours after, again, you're burning fat and beyond. Some people will push it to 16 hours uh, for their their uh, typical fast. Uh, that's something that I have employed. I always say, you know, check with your doctor uh, before you know engaging in any type of fast beyond the 12 hour mark. Uh, but 16 hours is something that I typically do. And what I realized is that. Uh, most of the time, I'm actually not really hungry until then. So it's not uncommon for me to, um, you know, have an evening meal uh, to fast. And then, you know, I may break my fast around 1130 in the morning 
typically with a super healthy protein shake uh, at that point. So add in some intermittent fasting and, and you will be amazed at some of the results that you get with that. The second part of this whole physical, how do we take this body, this one body that we have, and help it to function at optimal levels, help it be as healthy as it can be, and to basically, you know, be able to do the things that we want uh, want to do. Um, the second phase of this to me is, is basically a cellular detoxification. So here we have been um, eating, consuming the standard American diet, uh, eating a lot of uh, processed foods, a lot of carbohydrates, etc. or if you have been eating those things, um, typically we will see kind of a, a toxic burden, if you will. Uh, and this would be chemicals that we're consuming that are going to build up and accumulate in our bodies. Now, every person is different. People are going to detox at a different uh, level based a lot on their genetics, uh, quite honestly. And so so for some people, they do fine with chemicals in their body. For other people, they don't. And chances are, if you're listening, you probably know if you don't do well because you just don't feel well. Uh, for example, if you've had a you know a weekend of festivities or whatever you uh, where there's a lot of celebration, a lot of foods that you wouldn't typically eat, maybe drinks that you wouldn't typically drink, you just don't feel good. And that's part of it. So what happens is sometimes toxins get stored uh, in our system. You know, when you look at our bodies, um, we've got uh, certain organs that their job is to detoxify. You know, think of the liver. It's a huge filter in your body. The kidneys, another type of filter in the body. Um, you know, the colon, also uh, a filter. The skin is, is also a detoxifying organ. So all these things work together to help us remove these toxins. Well, sometimes when you've been eating foods or consuming, you know, living a lifestyle where you have a high level of exposure, those organs just can't keep up, okay? They cannot continue to to clean uh, the way that they need to. And so then things get a little sluggish. So I like to add in things like milk thistle. Uh, milk thistle is fantastic for the liver. Uh, it helps to uh, detoxify the liver and the kidneys. Uh, I like to support methylation, uh, typically methylated B12. Uh, there are other uh, vitamins that can help to support methylation, which is a detoxification process that our bodies will run. Glutamine is another uh, product that I love for detox. The reason I like it is that it's very healing to the gut uh, and, and basically helps to move things through. Magnesium can also be very, very beneficial for detoxification, as well as N-acetylcysteine or NAC. Um, N-acetylcysteine is great for increasing glutathione levels. Glutathione is a very, very potent antioxidant that's just going to help you to function at optimal levels. So keeping in mind the importance of detoxification, and you cannot uh, underestimate the power of just eating green vegetables. Green vegetables are fantastic to help your body do what it's supposed to do, uh, to help from a detox standpoint, to help with elimination. I mean, just so many things. And they're also very, very, very nutrient dense. The third component uh, of this total body, you know, how do we get ourselves on track is basically restoring the gut. I've done several podcasts already talking about the gut because it really is one of the most important 
elements of total health. The gut is so critical because uh, not only is the gut uh, responsible for digestion, uh, it's responsible for detoxification. Uh, it also has uh, a tremendous amount of our immune system in the gut, uh, as well as uh, making healthy neurotransmitters like serotonin. 90% of the serotonin that we produce in our bodies is produced in the gut. Serotonin is a very powerful neurotransmitter that is really important for so many things. We'll be talking more about that next week uh, as we talk about some of the emotional side uh, of total uh, health. Uh, but basically, when you look at the gut, you know, we've always said remove uh, the offending agent, remove uh, anything that is getting in the way of, of your health or, or, or of your gut, you know, working properly. So for some of us, that's dairy. For some of us, that's gluten. For some of us, it might be soy. Uh, certainly the glyphosate is going to interfere with the gut. Uh, glyphosate is a chemical that will uh, destroy certain microbes in the gut uh, through something called the shikimati pathway, which is this pathway uh, by which the microbes are basically no longer functioning properly uh, because they've, in a sense, been poisoned by this glyphosate, by this chemical. So eliminating all those things and then replacing the good, healthy microbes with a great probiotic. Okay, that's that's for starters. Uh, also making sure that you're adding in fiber. Fiber allows the gut to produce something called a postbiotic, which are these compounds uh, like butyrate and nitric oxide that your body will make that are that are very very supportive. Uh, to the mitochondria, the powerhouses uh, of our cells, if you will. Um, glutamine, really, really important for, for overall gut healing, uh, for the lining of the gut. Turmeric is another fantastic supplement that makes a huge difference in the lining of the gut because it helps to support the gut microbial balance. So you're actually going to really help to uh, have a very healthy gut uh, microbiome when you're using turmeric. Uh, it also helps to modulate immune signals, um, which is is something that kind of moves into the autoimmune side of things, uh, decreasing something called IL-6, interleukin-6, uh, and TNF-alpha. So those are things that that are heavily involved in autoimmune issues. Uh, fermented foods, also very, very good for the gut. And, you know, just being mindful of it, uh, being mindful of the fact that there are a lot of things that we eat that, that do not serve us. If you eat something and within 15 minutes you have a stomach ache, chances are that's something that you're sensitive to that just does not agree with you. And you really need to pin that down and eliminate it from the diet because it's going to continue uh, to cause problems. So since we're talking about the gut, let's talk for a minute about autoimmune. You know, in, in the beginning, I mentioned several disease processes. Uh, I did not talk so much about autoimmune. And autoimmune, in my mind, really starts with the gut uh, because that's where the immune system is. And what happens is uh, sometimes, you know, we are, uh, you know, exposed to uh, autoimmune disorders can happen when we are exposed to certain chemicals. Uh, it can happen when we are exposed to certain viruses uh, as well. Uh, just various things that can trigger an autoimmune condition. There's a typically a genetic component to it as well. 
And for many of you, you know, you have heard my story. Um, when I was in medical school, I had eliminated um, all the fat from my diet because we were trained to do the low-fat cardiac diet. And that actually caused some serious health problems for me. It actually um, sent me into a state of an inflammatory arthritis. And the reason is that if you eliminate all the fats, you're basically eating carbs and sugar, uh, which is essentially what I was doing. And those are inflammatory foods. It caused total inflammation uh, within my body. And because of that, um, you know, again, it flipped the switch on, if you will, this genetic predisposition uh, toward that. So the, here's the cool thing. Uh, sometimes we see, you know, where you can you can bathe your genes in the right stuff and you can avoid that particular disease process. You can also likewise bathe your genes in the wrong stuff, okay, lots of carbs and sugar, and you are going to see yourself barreling toward that disease in that scenario, which is exactly what happened to me uh, when I was in medical school. In addition to having that happen when I was in medical school, I also found it really, really challenging to learn or remember certain things. So I feel like it affected me cognitively as well because there were times that I would read a text, you know, maybe 10 times and stop. I would get very frustrated. I would stop and ask myself, what did I just read? Uh, if you are experiencing that, then chances are you've got some malnutrition going on uh, that is affecting you cognitively as well. So that's the beauty of getting healthy. That's the beauty of, of doing a program like this is that you get to see all of these benefits and all of these tremendous changes uh, in your health uh, as you are fueling your body with the right micronutrients and giving your body what it needs. Uh, finally, when I think about total health and just how do we really help to prevent all of these diseases, all of these things from happening and just stay on the right track, uh, we want to include some exercise, okay? Exercise is really, really important. Um, whether you are just walking, uh, you know, whether you are doing a HIIT uh, exercise, whether you are doing um, a HIIT exercise is basically just a high high uh, intensity interval uh, training uh, where you are doing, you know, short intervals uh, that are high intensity and then bringing it back down uh, or you're exercising throughout your day. There are so many different ways to exercise. It doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be hours in the gym, but we do need to get our steps in and we do need to be moving. Exercise, especially anything with resistance, uh, with you know low weights, high reps, that sort of thing, or even just your own body as resistance really helps to build muscle mass. And as we are building muscle mass, it actually increases our metabolism. So it's great to think that you've got some muscle uh, on the body and uh, that, that 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 is basically going to increase your metabolism so that when you're at work at your desk job, you're actually burning more calories because you have a higher muscle mass. So that is important. And of course, it's important to support uh, that muscle as well. Again, you know, one of the best things to do there is just a really good, clean uh, plant-based protein shake uh, after working out is fantastic. So not only does exercise increase the muscle mass, which then increases your metabolism, uh, but it also makes a huge difference in your blood pressure and your overall cardiovascular system. So, you know, getting out, get moving is so important to move every single day. Uh, a lot of people, you know, wear the trackers, you know, the Apple Watch will track uh, your, your steps for the day so that you can make sure that you're hitting that 10,000 mark, that you're, you know, closing all those rings and getting your, uh, your exercise, uh, you know, minutes in and your movement minutes in and all of that. And it'll even tell you 
what your daily average calorie uh, consumption would be or what you need uh, to just maintain your weight. So that can be a great tool as well. Uh, So overall, when I think about total health, okay, to me, the thing that we can control the most is our diet, our movement, and our weight so that we can live a vibrant life, so that we can avoid disease, so that we can avoid needing all these medications, so that we can be able to go out, do the things that we want to do, make a difference in the world the way that we want to, to be able to do, and, you know, to live long, healthy lives. I mean, that's really what we want. Um, you know, you can have all the money in the world, but if you do not have your health, I'm not so sure that you're going to be happy. So health, you can't really put a price on it. So I want to encourage you to join me uh, in this this health venture, this this movement toward movement in the right direction as we move toward our goals uh, of you know healthy weight, move toward our goals of conquering diet and and eating more you know foods that we're. Uh, cooking ourselves in our homes, uh, foods that we we know where they came from, uh, you know, a local farmer's market, etc. And just see the difference that this will make in your life as you embrace this as part of your health plan. You know, to me, I think about it and I think, you know, we don't really have, we do have a choice, okay? We don't have to do that. But if, but if you want to feel great, if you want to, uh, you know, be able to to do the things that you want to do, then this is definitely the way to go. Um, so many times when people succumb to, you know, just the the standard thing that's happening in medicine, which is, you know, you gain, you know, thirty pounds, and the next thing you know, you've got high blood pressure. Now you are taking a blood pressure medication. Now you've got tremendous fatigue, maybe even depression. So now you are taking another medication because of that, okay? And then you've got side effects from that, which is just going to cause more weight gain. And so what happens is you can trace this where it started with one thing and that one thing caused some side effects and then you got another medicine because of the side effects and then another medicine. And it's this whole spiraling thing that that basically gets out of control. And if we can just say, no, okay, I'm going to work toward this. And if you are the person who, you know, maybe you're on a lot of medications already, work with your doctor, let them know, hey, this is something I'd like to do. I'd really like to be able to move away from some of these. I'm, I want to start exercising. I want to start, you know, working on uh, my weight uh, and see what happens. It is amazing to, to see um, how well people feel, how much better they feel when they are able to take control, move in that direction and come off of some of those meds. So thanks so much, everybody. I hope you'll join in next week uh, as we talk a little bit more in week four of Optimal Health about the emotional side of health, uh, talking about anxiety, depression, even a little bit about PMS. So thanks so much for joining me, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week. 